Cheers to leaving. Where do you want to start today? Um, want to start with something funny? Yes, but like what? <laughs> do you have something? Yeah, funny? it's like what the question is like, what is the most ridiculous thing you were asked to do as a woman oh. in purity culture? Uh, I don't know. Like, I can think of a lot of ridiculous things, but I don't know if I would call it, like, the most ridiculous thing. I'll just name some. Okay. Um, well, I think I actually wrote this down. Oh, so I used to go on this uh, youth group trip Ooh. when I was... Yeah. Good start. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> um, so it was a camp out for, like, a week. And um, it was in Minnesota and we went, ended up like at the end of the week, we all went to this three-day concert, which I mentioned in the last episode with Barlow Girl. (laughs) So um, before we did that, we did like camping and like water uh, sports and different things like that. Um, And so I went to that a few times, but I went back like more recently. My daughter was actually two. And I just, like, went for fun because I was, like, oh, I can just, like, camp out and, like, Ava can play in the water and, like, it'll be fun and it won't be expensive. And so I decided to just do it. And my mom came as well. And so I'd had a baby at this point, obviously. And I was, like, proud of the way that I looked. So I wore a (laughs) two-piece. And (laughs) I was just, like, chilling down by the water, just, like, relaxing. Everyone was doing their own thing. And one of the gals that was in leadership approached me and was like, hey, Rachel, um, (laughs) could you, like, maybe put on a one piece or, like, put a shirt on or something? Because, like, we don't want the boys to, like, struggle. (laughs) And I was like bitch no <laughs> I didn't say that but I I legit told her no I was like um first of all that's not my problem <laughs> I was like second of all I'm not putting a shirt on I look great I had a baby like, <laughs> I had no. a baby fuck off and, yeah fuck off I feel great so anyway I didn't tell her no but I don't think I would have the balls to do that at like 12 oh, but yeah. um Anyway, it brought back a lot of memories, and I was like, I'm in my 20s, I have a two-year-old, and this is still fucking happening. <laughs> I will not put it. I know, like, there's there's something so. about, like, being in an operating room and giving birth with, like, 50 people around, of men, women, everybody. There's just, so many. And then you get out of that, and you're like, oh, wait, people still fucking care. <laughs> what? Yeah, they do care. And, like, the gal that said that to me is pregnant right now. And I'm like, you will we'll understand see. very soon. <laughs> very soon you will not At least I hope so. <laughs> I hope that for her. But, like, just, like, the boys, like, causing the boys to struggle really got mm-hmm. me. I was like, oh, God, not this again. Kind of takes you back. <sighs> it did. It definitely took me back. Because I'm pretty sure when I was 12 there and I... I wore like a one piece, but I still wore a shirt mm-hmm. over it. Double protection. Them 12 year old bodies, though. Yeah, exactly. Double protection and just, yeah, you let's... Know, I don't feel like 
Oh, but. let's just let's talk about that. Like we were twelve. Mm-hmm. Like the the fact that that was like they were projecting that onto us like that. I I remember like mm-hmm. the first time I was talked to about it. I was like eight or nine. That's disturbing on a lot of levels. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and I will just throw in there that um, I let Ava, my daughter, wear two pieces because she, you know, whatever. And it's <laughs> swimwear. And personally, I think at this age, I mean, she's getting kind of close, but boys and girls look no different up top. Like, I kind of wish, like, all kids could just run around, you know, topless or maybe even naked and just be free without the pressure but you know we do have pervs at the pool probably so you know we're trying to protect them and it's just not socially acceptable anyway my mom came over uh, a couple years ago and saw that she was wearing a two-piece and decided to sexualize my seven-year-old by being like that's immodest and I was like she's seven (laughs) there's nothing there's nothing sexual about her body like do not like it just made me so mad i was like do not sexualize my yeah. seven year old and i don't, i probably was i probably was triggered because of like our upbringing but i was like so mad at my mom for saying yeah. that i was like she's 7 and it's a two piece like there is nothing sexy about this child's body <laughs> it's a body i mean there there isn't really <laughs> there isn't really about anybody sexuality comes from you not the other right. person so it's it's not like it doesn't mean anything unless it means something to you. It's so subjective. Right. I I do want to like talk about yes. modesty for a second because I find I find that yeah, particularly fascinating because a per a, like in in the U.S. like a white Karen is gonna say like you know a two piece is so you know immodest, but like showing your arms could be immodest showing your ankles could be immodest like if if we're actually taking the bible literally and looking at the biblical text cover yourself cover head coverings are appropriate and should be carried out like that kind of stuff is just it's culture it's not even remotely related to what people are what people are perpetuating now it's just you can be like, mom, I'm sorry, your your elbows, just like put those away. <laughs> Too much, mom. Put those elbows away. <laughs> Being awfully risque today, mother. <laughs> yeah. You're right. And I know like back in the eighteen hundreds, I'm pretty sure ankles were like a mm, thing. Yeah. They? they were like, oh, oh, your ankles, they they turned me on, my lady. It's like the only <laughs> amount of skin you could show. So it's just like, damn, that's where that goes. You know, like, I see it. I see it. Leave it to yes. the imagination. Yeah. That was actually a phrase that our mother said. Also, also that. God, what? I know. You're like, wait. So, you don't want them to imagine but, me so you want me to like cover up, but then you're like leave something to the imagination. Like I'm so confused. you want me to tell you them? what do you want? Yeah, what really, yeah, really for insane. people like us, Rachel, for people who were like really sexual even at a young age, it was just like giving us tips and tricks of like here's what's gonna get people's attention. <laughs> it was. 
was. Thanks for that gold. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. I'm nine, thanks. but thanks. I'm going to put that in my back pocket and bring that out. <laughs> I, I remember this one um, yeah. similar. It was like a, I was still in high school, but we went on a, like a winter retreat or something. And they had all the, of course, like they had boys and girls, I'm using air quotes, um, separated because <laughs> gender norms. Um, but they, they had us like separated. And I remember this lady who I like really looked up to as like, I wanted her to be like my mentor. Her name was Martha. Just, just funny Martha. to think about. Um, but she, I she, think she had like a spaghetti strap on and like a, like a button up over it. And I remember her saying, her uh, saying like her taking it off and being like, you know what, ladies, this is what I wear to seduce my husband in bed. And like, I, I was 15. <laughs> I was like, so that's how you get him. Ooh, that spaghetti <laughs> strap though, girl. <laughs> I was like, is it the strap? Like, also, now we know a lot about Charles, your husband, and what he's into. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just, it's so frustrating. It's important to state. It is the reason that, because I feel like in the opposite, the opposite. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Hold on. Um, like, it's okay to be modest, quote unquote, if that's what you want to be. And yes. I, I feel like everyone should should be able to like grow up and discern their own like level of freedom or not even level of freedom, but level of expression, how much they want to show of themselves. And that Absolutely. should be just acceptable in your own personal expression. And what purity culture has done is like, it's created this like weird binary of like, if you do this, then that means you're this. And if you do this, it means you're this. And it just kind of like separates and puts a label on showing skin because just because a person shows skin doesn't mean they want to have sex. It just, the things aren't connected the way they think the things are connected. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I remember too, like, just like having conversations with men. I don't know who pointed this out to me. I mean, a ton of guys used to say this too, but like they get distracted and their eyes can't like look at your face if you're wearing like something low cut. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, um, and yeah. like, or like if you wear this, you don't respect yourself. Mm. Therefore, why would I respect you? Um, I don't know. Cause I'm a person. But, like, I don't understand where it came from that, like, if a woman, like, wears whatever the fuck she wants, you know, if if you don't agree with that or if it's not, quote, modest, yeah. then she doesn't respect herself. She's just, it's a, she's just, it's a story. Desperate. It's a story. It's just, it's just something that they're like, here's another way that we can keep women submissive and keep them down and keep anyone who was born with a vulva in this category doing this thing because that's what makes us feel safe is if these people are doing yeah. this thing and it just it doesn't it doesn't leave any room for for you 
to to exist and like we talked about on the last episode it it puts the responsibility entirely on you even though you have no power in it it does because then the men it gives the men an out being like okay well if you don't respect you i don't need to respect you Mm -hmm. and therefore i can treat you however i want because you don't respect yourself because you're showing some tit like what even I had a weird conversation towards the end of my time at Bible college. I think I was like working there and um, Mm -hmm. I I was really good friends with this guy and his girlfriend and they were like, I really, I really like deeply love this guy. He's like, I don't know what he's up to now. So I'm like, I don't know if I agree with him on anything anymore, but he was always like on the edge of things, like asking hard questions and like living on the verge of like, really wanted to discover God. Like his passion was there and it was not within the bounds of respected evangelical Christianity. He was just like, fuck it all. Like I'm going to find God no matter what. And it was really nice energy to be around. But I remember at one point he specifically said like, he's like, well, shouldn't we respect all people? He's like, I feel like if there was, I'll say sex worker because that's what he should have said. If there was like a sex worker who was like selling sex, but she was like really confident and knew what she wanted to do. And, and was kind, like, I would respect that person. And I was like, yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, because she's uh-huh. a person. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and deserves uh-huh. your respect. Bingo, Nailed you got it. it. Yes. <laughs> if you're out there, go Zane. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I know we talked about this last week, but that's literally where the lines start blurring between mm-hmm. rape and purity mm-hmm. culture. You know, if you if you don't think you can respect someone because of how they dress, then like all bets mm-hmm. are off. Because you're so. not viewing them as human. Yep. And your your view becomes oh well I mean, I don't know whatever you think of them, but you don't think of them as a human. And it really does come out with Christian men mm-hmm. that that they I mean, unfortunately they were brought up thinking that, but mm. it's just I don't understand why you would teach someone that someone doesn't deserve respect based on their appearance. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the slippery slope. Really. If we're going to have a slippery slope Mm -hmm. here, dehumanizing people of any kind, anyhow is gonna, is gonna fuck everything up. Yeah. No, we're good. Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about um, how something I was thinking about with relation to like purity culture and like where it stems from is the fact that we like can't trust our quote unquote flesh, right? Like we can't trust our bodies. So this, mm-hmm. this creates a, a disconnect from, from our senses and our senses is what connects us to our intuition. And I think Mm -hmm. from, from a lot of people that I've talked with the growing up in purity culture, getting back in touch with your intuition in your body is, is like such an, such a journey and such an uphill battle because there's, there's so many, like, that's how we navigate the world. Like we are, we are mammals. We, we take in things through smell, sight, sense, that intuition, that feeling, hair on the back of your neck you just know things sometimes that that is something that we were we were literally taught to ignore 
because it was evil. Yeah. And then because of that, when we are aroused or like by anything, we tend to like push it away because it's a sense. And I just, I've found in like the past yeah. couple of years, I, I have been realizing how much of a sensual person I am. Everything that I, every, every way that I take in the world is through a lens of like feeling and how it makes me feel. And I can't do that very well without my, without like trusting my own senses. And it's, right. I, I think that's really detrimental because you have a whole generation of women who have been taught to not listen to what they know is best for them. And that can be, yeah. that is extremely damaging. It is. I mean, I feel like most of the time women like know a guy is a creep is just a feeling that they have. I mean, it's just like your body telling you like you're in danger. Mm -hmm. And so when you are taught the complete opposite, it's just like you have no life skills to an extent in that area. You have to like, I mean, it could be very damaging mm -hmm. in your adult life for any of these yeah. girls. I think or us, I guess. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Yes. I, I think it's, <laughs> I mean, I think it's true for, I think it's true for everyone. Like, I think it's true for, for non-binary folk, for, for men, because the same, the same issue yeah. is, is being taught to, to all of us. It's being perpetuated in different ways, depending on how you were socialized. But, but that disconnect of like, I can't trust this. I can't trust this instinct creates like fear and shame around it and when you have fear and shame around something you don't really look at it so it, so it hides and can come out in really damaging ways mm -hmm. it's fucked true <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked um there what did you ever go to like conferences mm -hmm. Or some, you know what I mean? Like some sort of like, I don't know, Christian conference or whatever. So as like a young So many. What, what you got? What yeah, you got? What so you thinking many. of? So this is something that I actually remembered just like a year or so ago. And um, like, I don't know, I'd probably like obviously blocked it from my mind because it's just, it's, <laughs> yeah. So um, there was this group <laughs> called bright lights Ooh, i have, have not them? this is okay, like pentecostal well, like, look them up. It's... wait it's still a thing i mean it is because i looked it up after i had just like thought about it and i was like oh my god they're still fucking doing it but i will say the gal that started it is still unmarried so there's that, that she wrote goal? a book about before you oh, meet... sorry go ahead no <laughs> She wrote a book about before you meet your Prince Charming, like all the things you're supposed to do before you meet him. And I was like, you still haven't met him because of the book you wrote. I mean, I don't know. She's just like, she's, she's kind of insane. Anyway, they called it like radiant purity um, in, in like what they taught us. But basically it was like biblical ways you were supposed to honor your parents and then guarding your heart and keeping yourself pure, like through your teenage years mm. and being like a respectful, 
good girl. And so my mom took me to this conference and like, they even had a fucking theme song. I can, I can still hear it <laughs> in my nightmares. It's haunting me. <laughs> but it was like, it was, okay, I'm going to sing a little bit, but it was just like, let your light so shine before men that those who see might praise your father in heaven. I know it. I've totally heard that before. Oh my God. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway, that song is <laughs> unfortunately, so I still remember it 20 years later. Oh my God. <laughs> it probably wasn't 20 years. Like 15 years later, I could still remember their freaking theme song. Who writes their own theme songs? Anyway. I think we should. I mean. Um, the, the gal's name. We should. We should obviously all do it if, if these people are doing it. Um, so the, the the family that started it was their last names were the Malleys. So Sarah Malley is the one that started this whole BS movement, wrote these books. And um, I don't know. It's mm. uh they wanted you to live the life of like a young, pure, good Christian woman. Oh my God. They kept promising you a fairy tale at the end. If you like did everything, if you did all these like steps, they were like, you're going to have a captivating fairy tale someday. And like, all I can, I don't know. They were, she would just like, she would just like challenge us to turn to the Lord for fulfillment instead of men and like don't follow the world's thinking and anyway. <laughs> and shine brightly that was their shine. that was their big thing shine bright, and I feel like I feel lights. like that's like the promise that we were talking about in the last episode like that's that's what that's what we were promised if we did these things and I don't know who mm-hmm. Sarah Malley is but I I imagine that if she's still doing this she must feel like that that's a lot to to continue to try and convince yourself that this is the right thing if you've been doing it this long Mm -hmm. i mean obviously she's caused a lot of damage and she needs to own up to that maybe that's why she hasn't changed her mind but like people like josh harris who like perpetuated this shit so much we're just like, oh, mm-hmm. I've done something damaging here and are owning up to it. I just kind of wonder if yeah. maybe maybe eventually we'll see her change. Maybe. I mean, I mean, they definitely did dress like in like the average Christian homeschool look where it was like skirts way down there and like, you know, their shirts went all the way up to like where my mm-hmm. shirt is right now. You know what I mean? And like. They encourage that type of like modesty and everything. You just so, you just never know. I don't know. You just never know what people are thinking. You know, you just like I feel That's like true. it keeps happening where you like I'll just be be bopping along on the internet and then Abraham Piper is like on TikTok <laughs> and I'm just like wait what like I never would have thought I never would have thought <laughs> you know it you just like. People, people are seeing and hearing and thinking about stuff. I'm just, I just got to have hope that like more people in the spotlight are seeing the damage that they've caused and are willing, are willing to like, willing to look at it, you know, and willing to be like, Mm -hmm. I might've fucked up here. (laughs) 
with the yeah. help of a therapist yeah. and a coach. Teaching <laughs> some yeah. yeah, lifelong therapy. <laughs> Lots of therapy. Um, yeah, it's I don't know, it's just crazy because if you think about how many conferences she did mm-hmm. and how many groups of young women she talked to. I wonder where they all are now and if they still are, if they're like me and being like, that was bullshit. Hope so. <laughs> or if they're like, or if they're in terrible marriages because they thought they were getting Prince Charming or whatever else. I mean, oh. yes. Can we, can wonder, we talk about how, who knows, how the bar for those socialized as women was like through the roof and how the bar social for people socialized mm-hmm. as men was like, through the floor it was so low they were like like you said there's a whole fucking conference dedicated to like here's who you need to be to get prince charming and and they were like yeah who's you need to attract the right and and also just just trust that trust that he's like good enough and like the amount of times that women were told like oh well you can you can like you can be good for him. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. That's not so many. That is so many people walk so straight into abuse at the support of their church because the church was like, "This oh is good my for god. you," or they encourage yes. you to stay with him. Yeah. Yes. God's <laughs> testing you. Get out. <laughs> if you love. Yes. Get the fuck out. Or like how often like women are abused and then like they go to the pastor, the pastor's wife, and she's just like, Well, you need to stay with him and love him because he's your husband. Here's a book. Here's a book. book. Read it. It'll make everything better. I don't know. I know a lot of firsthand situations like that where I'd be like, No, he's abusing you. Get the fuck out. Especially like because most of the time they've already given him multiple chances and it's just like I don't, I don't know why men are like holier than thou (laughs) and like the whole like church marriage setup. It's just like, why are they like the end all be all? Like, why am I their fucking doormat? Like, shouldn't I be the goddamn queen? (laughs) Yeah. I think I should. Yes, you should. (laughs) Yep. I'm smarter. Yep. Prettier. You know what I mean? Like, like women fucking run the world, but like from behind the scenes. So I don't, I just don't understand. It was probably just oppression. I mean, women have been oppressed for thousands of years. I mean, we were considered property not that long ago. So I can't say I'm surprised, but just like from a biblical standpoint of like how God's supposed to be so fucking loving. I'm like, why would he want you to treat mm-hmm. anyone? I, I have such a thought on this that I need to share. <sighs> I, I I really think that Do this it. comes down to to hierarchical thinking. So in, instead of instead of relating to people and having right relationship with them, where I come as a whole person and you come as a whole person, and we both have different opinions and we discuss those opinions and then we end up making a decision together or making a decision to part ways. That's like, that's a right relationship. I have my own thoughts. You have your own thoughts. You don't have to submit to me. I don't have to submit to you. But the way that the patriarchy is set up white men have put themselves at the top and when you have a system of there's people below you 
and you're holding on to power, you have this constant fear that you are going to lose that power. And what that fear does is it causes you to look down on the people who are quote unquote below you and treat them poorly to maintain this image of your power. White people do this to people of color all the time. It's this, it's this fear of I'm going to lose whatever privilege I have if I look at someone else as an equal. And I feel like what we're talking about within the church is just so prevalent because men are given positions of power. They're told that they are, they're told they're better. They're told they're stronger. Women are called the quote unquote weaker sex. Again, fucking two genders. They just like are, they're taught this their whole lives and they're afraid to lose their power. They're set Mm -hmm. out, they're told, you know, don't be effeminate, don't be whatever, be masculine to maintain your power. And when you're, treating every human being and you're in this lineup of having power over people it just perpetuates fear and harm and i don't think we can ever get out of that unless we start relating to people as equals on every level Mm -hmm. yeah and i think the church like tries to be like you know oh we're equal women have like places of leadership but it's it's still as long as like we're still following the biblical example of a marriage there's Mm -hmm. no equality in the church i mean men are still mostly like in leadership and some people have problem with women as pastors so it's like as long as we have all this going on and you're still teaching like fucking ruth sleeping at she sucked his dick we know it by his feet (laughs) She did. She sucked his dick. That was like their way of being like a suck dish. She laid at the foot of his bed. His dick. She was not laying still. But yeah. Yes. We never said that. But it's just like as long as we have things where women are just like, I'll sleep on the floor for you, babe. Then it's like Oh my god. We're gonna have equality. And Rachel, there's so many like current examples of this in churches. Where men are from the pulpit being like, my wife has something to share for the women and brings her up on stage. And they're like, oh, my God, (laughs) just talking to the women now. (laughs) And it's it's like, it's funny because it's like just for women and all the men immediately check out. And Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, like she doesn't have something to say that. No, greatly benefit the men, or that like she doesn't have anything prevalent for no. the men to hear because they're there's men. no respect. It's like, oh, please, maybe if you listen to us That's, more, yeah, they're not. Yeah, it's not listening. Listening is not happening. Listening is not, you know, encouraged. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. We're supposed to fucking serve our yep. husbands. You know what? Everyone should know how to cook. It's like a survival skill, so aren't technically men the weaker sex if they can't cook themselves a fucking dinner? Like, that's just like hashtag basic. Well, and that's funny because Uh, because that is such an American thing. A a lot of other cultures men cook. Yeah. America's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's... uh, Did you ever get, like, kitchen kitchen jokes... 
you know, like grown up, like where men like make a crack oh, yeah. out like your place is in the kitchen or mm-hmm. like that's where you should be. And I can't even remember a specific joke right now, but like I just remember getting them and I would just like glare at the dude that was saying it like and they would be like, Oh just kidding, he's fucking funny. Not funny. It's, like, it's not funny. I don't it's I... stupid. You're an idiot. <laughs> Everyone should know how to cook. It's, it's also it's also skill. just basic if you're paying attention and you're awake that you are not allowed to make fun of someone who is currently marginalized at all ever and white dudes you make fun of other white dudes Mm -hmm. great don't fucking talk shit about anybody else you have no right yeah they don't and it was such like a Mm -hmm. i'm looking down on you right now you know and then they would try to like justify it by being like i'm totally kidding but it's like you're actually not like you're not you're not kidding otherwise you wouldn't say it (sighs) and i feel like actually a lot of that is tolerated did you see on the news in the last i think it was like a week ago or something a pastor in virginia got called out because his sermon was recorded and then posted on social media and he was saying that his his wife needed to be like yeah and that all the hotter yes yeah i saw that that was that was so fucking bad because he was standing up there and like quite large and like not attractive to me but it's just like he was not the epitome of like a beautiful male model so the fact that he had the audacity to go up there and just like shame everyone else for their bodies was like oh really? it's it's because it's because of his own shame <laughs> i know it's just like the weird like kid that's insecure so they won't shut the fuck up on stage yes. i feel like that's a lot of pastors lately they're like fuck what do i say oh Let my me god just, like, and act did like you see mark day. gunger's uh instagram post um talk purity to me the instagram account amazing account everyone by the way um yeah I do she shared I mark gunger which i don't know if you heard of the band gunger it was like a i think he's related to that there's it's like a church mark in gunger colorado somewhere where but... it was a church in colorado somewhere i think don't quote yeah. me on that i know that gunger was a band <laughs> there's a lot of churches in colorado Springs. um he posted something basically comparing a woman to like uh, someone to be trained a slave like probably slave isn't a good isn't the right word um but like a servant or compared yeah yes and like someone who needs to be trained essentially and all there was like a few people that laughed at it but then there was like 200 comments on there like what the fuck mark like what what is this I know, and I was like, Good. he's not responding to Good. any of this. What? Call him out. He'll probably delete yeah. it and then apologize mm-hmm. and then move on with his life. We see but like, you. <laughs> I know the audacity. How do lately, people? How do people not know that? Lately. Not okay. They're. I just think it. They're indoctrinated. Like I think they're just like, oh, it's just another it's day just, at church. Like they just hear so much fucked up shit that they're just like, it's just another day. It's just another day to to beat <laughs> people down. I mean, because like I'm appalled by yeah, 
Yeah. And I'm appalled by stuff that, like, I don't think I would have been, like, mm. 10 years ago. You know what I mean? I would have just been like, oh, yeah, church talk, normal, mm. casual. And then, like, now I'm just like, are you fucking joking? Did you really just fucking say that? Like, and I think that's why our generation gets called, like, snowflakes. This is off topic, but it's just because we, like, recognize when people are toxic and assholes. We're just yeah, like, that's, that's, not, cool, that's not being sensitive. And I, I hate when, especially white men, say things like, that's, you're no, being sensitive not. or people are so sensitive. That's, that may be, may be sensitive, but it's not a sensitive in a bad way. It just means we can, we can spot patterns. We can see systems. Right. And when we see. We know yeah. when we're being and like, it's, disrespected. It's important to call it out. And it's just, it's just amazing mm-hmm. to me that they can continue to get away with saying stuff like this and still have the support of so many people. Oh my God. I know it baffles me. I'm like, why would you support Trump? Someone? Like that doesn't look like how, how yeah. Like Trump. I mean, I know, I know how we know how it's uh, just, I was really fucked baffled. Up. Well, there's, I mean, we can get into Christian nationalism, but I was so fucking curious just with Trump as a leader, how like all these like very big named people in the Christian world were so into him. And I can't tell if it was like, because he's our puppet and we're going to use him to like do what we want to do. Or if they literally thought he was, but like, they were like, he is the epitome of leadership. (laughs) what QAnon yeah well it's just so weird like I don't I must not understand leadership then because Donald Trump was not the epitome of leadership and I'm just like why do we look at a white man like that in the church and be like oh such a leader such a god God. because it's just like remember the the hierarchy like he's he's fighting and being a dick and that's that's what looks like leadership and passes for leadership, as long as long as he's covered. Yes, well, as long as he he's covered by like the basic points that evangelical white Christians' hills they're going to die on, which is abortion and being homophobic. As long as they're those two things, then it's like, well, he must be a okay. good guy, a jolly good fella. Put him in later. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's an all-star. Yeah, I know. Um, it's funny because, like, and, like, <laughs> okay, sorry. Let me start over. Maybe the guy does have leadership skills, but, like, someone needs to, quote, train him how to fucking use them because my ex was, like, a total dick. Mm-hmm. But, like, he did have, like, leadership qualities and people, like, wanted yeah. to follow him or, like, you know what I mean? Like, like he had this sort of aura about him that did captivate people, but he literally took that and was like, <laughs> I'm going to be a dick with you. And it's I feel be- like that's what a lot of white people do. <laughs> They're just like, ooh, I have this power. There's no people. accountability. That's why. Them. There's, n- there's none. Yeah, there's none. Well, there's this God. There's well, this God in your head. A lot of good that's doing. Here. That's that's your accountability. None. 
yeah, no. Yeah, I think you're right. None. You're right. There's there's so much leadership quality in so many people, and that that should be named, and that is an energy that is worth cultivating, but it needs to be held accountable and and you know practice like a skill with the accountability of other people and it one of the biggest skills you can learn in leadership is to listen and that's not happening yeah i shouldn't say all but there's a lot of people in leadership Mm -hmm. roles in the church that do not listen or they stop listening as soon Mm -hmm. as they stop hearing which is not they don't want to hear Right. We got we got off topic a little. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, we did, but mm-hmm. there's so many like current events I feel like in the past year that I'm just like are so relevant to the downfall and destruction of a lot of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't know. Did you know Brio came anyway, back? <laughs> um if we want to Brio, do you remember the the Wait, girls what? magazine? Brio. <laughs> <gasps> yes. Oh my god! <laughs> I think my brain purposely blocked it. I used to get those, and my mom was like, "Oh my god, read them! They're like the same thing as like They're Seventeen Christian. magazine, but like more appropriate." <laughs> I was like, "These are, yeah." They're Christian. Slap a Christian There's label so on much it. Bullshit in there. People. Talk purity to me. You know Again, that, that account, they posted about it. What? It might be. They get I shadow banned because, you know. Um, but yeah, she talked about it yeah. and I was like, oh my god, I've completely forgotten about this. Um, and she, she said that... Um, that she had like paid for a, a subscription and then they never sent it to her because they stopped they like stopped printing and they never gave her her money back and then everyone underneath was like yeah me too <laughs> me too <laughs> oh my god i was like oh wow that's that's, that's a thing funny. i can't believe that even yeah i really don't know back. that's so 90s or early yeah, 2000s or whatever the fuck like they were around doing right now okay i was i was just checking instagram for her pronouns because i wanted to i for said she three times and then i was like oh oh but, mm-hmm, yeah are you good is she I, her I, at I the end i didn't notice any pronouns in her mm-hmm. profile but okay she her okay um so going back on topic yes culture i have this story it's not mine well okay so this was like four years ago three years ago and this was like one of my uh church pastors growing up home church pastors growing up kids that doesn't make any sense whatever okay it was the past Uh uh-huh you know what I mean? Like I, I went to a home church it. and it was this guy and it was his kid and I grew up with him. So he was getting married to this other pastor's daughter because <laughs> the, the, sure, that's sure. what he wanted, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> sure, sure. 
so um i went to their wedding and it was lovely whatever obviously like they all get married real fast because they want to be virgins when they get down to what so when they get down to business um so they did something that no wedding should do is they had an open mic for speeches <laughs> <laughs> bad and um this gal this gal's mom got up and was like let me just tell you about my daughter and I think she went on for like 10 minutes about how fucking pure her daughter was and like how she quote waited and that she was just so amazing and faithful to God like just like beefing up this girl just like (laughs) telling everyone about her fucking sex life like just like And I looked over at her daughter, and her daughter is shy anyway. Like, she's, like, the original shy, poised, perfect person. You know what I mean? And Mm. she was just, like, shrinking in her chair. And I was like, sit the (laughs) fuck down, Martha, which is her mom's name. But I didn't say that. But I literally was like, if this goes on any farther, I need to, like, dramatically (laughs) get up somehow. just I'm gonna dramatically stand up. (laughs) But I just, like... (laughs) I'm going to dramatically stand up like in the movies and just like push my chair back and then just like glance around and leave because I don't know what else to do. (laughs) But yeah, um, I just was like, I don't know. It brought back a lot of memories because, well, one, I had a baby out of wedlock and then I didn't get married until like eight years later. Anyway. So, like, I'm not the epitome of, like, what we're looking for here, but I just love when moms get up and try to, like, make an example of, like, look, mm-hmm. I did it. Look at me. I, You know, and it's, like, do you want to, like, But they, they like, do, like, though. Like, they I do, though. Yes, because, because <laughs> they they're, like, train up they a child in the way they should go. Like, their goal was actually to control us. So when they succeed, it is, like, a fucking trophy. Look at this thing I made that does exactly what I told it to do. Good for me. Yeah. I am a blessed parent. Shamed and abused. God is me because I did this for him. <laughs> yeah. Made them feel guilty as fuck. And it's just funny, too, because, like, both of my parents had, like, quote, Oh, yeah, right. Pasts, um, where they had, quote, made mistakes. And what is sexually deviant to anyway. a person who's even so they were like don't <laughs> like the doggy doggy style <laughs> where they just had like a lot of sex <laughs> right yeah doggy style oh, they just had a lot of sex sex outside of marriage a normal life so you know when you have that it's just like don't make the same mistakes I make you're giving away pieces of yourself anyway so um, my parents felt, I feel like, even prouder when they were like, look where I came from, a fucked up household, and I had a lot of sex, and now I know Jesus, and my daughter's <laughs> not going to do the same thing I did. And I did. Audience, I, I wish you could I, see I Rachel's eyebrows, because during that, it added a I lot did. to this. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It's amazing. My eyebrows are so expressive it's it's a gift your eyebrows are a gift for the world (laughs) it's too much it's a gift 
<laughs> Lots of expressions. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. That's that's all you want when you're a Christian parent. Just want them to be like pure, get married to one person. Mm-hmm specifically young so that you don't have sex before you get married oh, i knew a gal that like got married at 17 and her parents yeah. had to sign yeah. her uh marriage certificate because they didn't want them to have sex so they got engaged and married within like two months they got pregnant had a baby and got divorced because <laughs> That's why you don't let 17-year-olds get married. I mean... Not even... You got, like, six or seven years left. Like, developed yet. Like, what are you... They're kids. They're idiots. Like, why are What responsible person would sign It's called birth control. It's a lot cheaper. It doesn't cost a divorce and lawyer paperwork. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, so much cheaper. And, like, there's no kids involved. (laughs) Like so, by like twenty two, you're divorced. And it's like you're, <laughs> that's your all part of your childhood. Still developed. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> is getting married and divorced is a part of your childhood. <laughs> that's oh, it. it's horrible. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's so wrong. But that's, I mean, that's what purity culture is. It's like you like them, marry them, so that you can not have sex in the whole that's nine a, that's a lot of pressure too i mean let's talk about the pressure of it's just of i hate it like you're waiting and waiting and waiting yeah trying to yeah. like rack your is brain this and be the like one? do i know do i know is this the right thing to do is this, is this the, the right one? person is this the one <laughs> i went you to coffee with Jesus him and, and i know prayed? that he's the one did you ever see he's that yes did you ever see that YouTube video that was going around a long time ago that it was like stuff Christian girls say? And it was like this guy in a wig and he was just that like sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. shit Christian girls say. Okay. It was hilarious. I'll send it to you after this, but I just always think of it when it's like, he's we're, we're trained to do that though. <laughs> um, I also went to... They, 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 that, that's know. a little annoying to me that a guy is making fun of things christian girls say it's like well (laughs) i know i know because he was so fucking spot on about it i'm like shouldn't you be doing something else i don't know not being an asshole i don't know know. (laughs) help us please (laughs) (laughs) yeah not being a dick i know i mean it's always funny when men like mimic women to me like on videos and stuff just because like they over exaggerate the fuck out of it and i'm like sometimes it's funny but like in instances like that where you literally didn't Mm. have a choice it's kind of like i always find it annoying maybe you should i feel like it it falls into the category of like you don't have the right like make make fun of make fun of other men like you don't have you don't have the right just like shut up (laughs) right right that's true i mean i can't say that yeah, i well, don't do different voices that's okay. when i like refer to a man talking <laughs> can. i mean they do sound different um they can i went to Baby a shower? shower last weekend mm. and it was a bridal shower how was that 
so in reference to purity culture it was fine they i try to like just hang back in those situations and i always bring booze because it's it's like all the people from like that Christian Wait, so world you're that still with, you're still really in connection with um <laughs> people you grew up with and okay yeah I am not a lot. There's like a few people that I've just like literally known my entire life. And so I still get like invited to these things. And more recently, I felt weird about going just because I feel like I'm sort of stunting my process and like my growth by going back to that or like I feel triggered Mm -hmm. or there's people there that have like hurt me. And so it's like hard. So I don't know if I'm like either stunning my growth or if I'm just learning to like not give a shit, but it's just like hard when you care about a few Mm -hmm. people in that group, you know? So anyway, I did go to this thing. I mostly like just hung back, had some wine with me, (laughs) (laughs) drank it. Um, and I just remember at one point they were like, ask, you know how you like ask the fiance things about, oh right yeah and then she's supposed to guess what he said about her whatever game that is so they were doing that and like I can't remember what the question was but it was like something that he really loved about her and I kid you not her answer was my love for the lord was she right I was like no what did he say her her (laughs) no thank god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah right her tits um I don't remember he said a bunch of oh different things but thankfully it was an actual quality of this woman but I was just like it is so sad to me that that is literally what you thought your fiance really loved about you <laughs> but I'm like that just shows such a fucking disconnection between like you know like atheists and like Christians or someone who's agnostic or like whatever that they're like wholeheartedly there for you and not because you love space daddy (laughs) oh my god yeah i actually actually in bible college (laughs) i was talking to a friend of mine really incredible girl i loved her she was really kind um but she was trying she was dating different people and i remember telling her like hey only date this person if you would date them if neither of you were Christian. And she broke up with them and she dated someone else she really liked. But I I remember even within that, like, this is like, I was older. I was like 25 or something, but I was still in it. I just remember thinking like, you can't, you can't build a relationship on just this thing. It just, it's, it's, you need to have personalities that are compatible. (laughs) Yeah, even if you want someone who like believes in religion, that's great. I think that if that's something that you you want to have in a relationship to keep your life in the same general direction, great. Like, you know, have that, and you you need to know the other person, Mm -hmm. and your quote unquote love for the Lord is not going to be enough. (laughs) Not. Mm -mm. No, not going to be sustainable during hard times. Oh, I know. It made me sad. I was like, I guarantee, because like, I do know them as a couple. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this guy just like loves you because because of you. It's not because you love Jesus, you know? 
So it made me sad. No. I wanted to say something, but no one would understand. Well, you know, I don't they see that as it. a negative they thing. Don't understand That's what like... they said wrong, and I'm just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's a positive. total positive. <sighs> so frustrating. <laughs> I remember at you know, like, at my like, at my bridal no. shower, there was a lot What's of wrong? a lot of like subtle comments about like what I'm going to be doing to like maintain and save the marriage and like things I'm going to be cooking and <laughs> happy things I'm going to be cooking to keep my husband <laughs> to keep my husband happy and is right because it's my because that's my responsibility <laughs> I just I smiled a lot through it's it it's your responsibility because you you know that's like that's they're so well intentioned and they're like they're they're trying to like it's like it's like they're reaching out from the 1950s to 2020 and they're like you know why when i was married i cooked him a casserole and so he came home and and they're like this is my bit of like my nugget of wisdom to give to you and it's meant so sincerely and you're just like I love you. Thank you. I'm gonna be doing something else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely not doing that. But thank you. It's true. I always hate like showers. I've been to like quite a few showers where they're like they have like the married people in the room go around and give some nugget of advice. And you're just like, Oh, God, please stop. Like no one asked for this. No one. You have girls that have been married for like three months. My uh, uh, some like, really good out. friends of ours got married um, two years ago, and they it was it was like part of their their parents' tradition. They wanted um, they wanted everyone to like write down some advice on um, like a piece of paper and give it to them or some marriage advice. Um, <laughs> which I think they got some really great advice. They have really really smart wise families. They're not. Um, one side isn't hyper-religious and the other side isn't really either. One side's Hindi, the other side is Christian. But um, I remember writing down, <laughs> like, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and, and my friend, my friend <laughs> yes. I was talking with when I was there, she's like, I wrote down, it's okay to go to bed angry. Because <laughs> it's like the opposite of what you hear, but it's, Sometimes you just need Good to sleep her. and sometimes you just yes. need to do whatever yes. you want. Yeah, sometimes if you keep pushing no. it when you're exhausted and right. bad, go to bed. Help <laughs> I don't know why no one talks about that. <laughs> or like there's these dramatic stories where it was like they had a fight and then he shows up on her doorstep. And you're also like, fucking respect me when like, I say I want is. space. Why are you on my door again? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah what is wrong with you there's not really any consent in marriage yeah because i feel i've heard a lot of people say um and i think this is very true like in queer relationships you're you're ending up usually in a much more equal place because you're not following specific gender roles and you're actually creating your own dynamic Mm-hmm. And the one relationship that I had with a woman, it was like that. It was, it was like, well, right. what do we, you know, what do we want to do? It's not like, 
there's not this like set thing for you. You get to decide. Mm -hmm. And in some ways that's a lot more work because you're not just falling into this role. But in other ways, it's really beautiful because it actually, you can make something that fits for you specifically. And I think that's what all relationships should strive to be if you want to be truly healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I even remember when like women were the ones that sort of like quote wore the pants in the family. (laughs) It was like considered a bad thing. Like it was like, Oh, she shouldn't be doing much. She's like shaming her yeah. husband, or like they didn't say that, but they would like act like it. I love the air so quotes. Like, okay, we so both men are super claw the air quotes in the family. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing so many air quotes. I just, like, it's such a stupid phrase. We like, all everyone wears pants. Wear pants. Like, fuck off, you know. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Everyone. We all wear pants. I mean, so that it's just like such a, like a sex. Also, it's assuming men wear pants and men can fucking wear what they want. The man, anyway. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. For our our nudist colony. Anyway, (laughs) that's the most natural state. Yes, we're all nude. Uh, There is no pants. So, I just always thought that was interesting. How it was like always viewed as a negative like I definitely remember my mom and dad discussing another couple where like the woman wore the pants in the family and I was like yeah I was like so so much shame was put on women who knew what they wanted I mean I say I say it like it's a past thing that is still true that is still true no it's totally a thing yeah yeah we've not we've not moved on this is in the 50s (laughs) <laughs> hey my not moved on from the 50s in pearls and heels at least we're not vacuuming in in our pearls <gasps> in heels to, and pearls leave anymore. it to cleaver leave it to beaver <sighs> gross beaver yeah oh so gross i can picture every single person it's just like the a exact same thing vacuuming. Like a, what, what, what even was that Why? that was a weird that was a weird picture of life yeah I mean, I used to have, like, fantasies of, like, because, mm-hmm. like, you were supposed to look super nice and, like, cute when your husband got home and, like, you could wear, like, your sexy lingerie, like, doing the dishes or some shit. <laughs> so I totally had, like, a fantasy when I was, like, younger. I was like, oh, someday I'm going to wear these, like, sexy fishnet tights and heels <laughs> when I'm, like, putting stuff in the dishwasher. <laughs> and he's going to be, like, so into it. <laughs> And I was just like, I've, I've literally never done that in my life. And I've lived with a man for like four years. I've never done that. Uh, that's like, <laughs> but it's just yeah. like, what a like yeah. gender role. I don't even know. What a Oops, 1950s my laundry, It's like laundry day like, and I'm oh, working hard in the kitchen. You know. <laughs> it's, yes, I'm naked. I mean, working fucking wear laundry and do the dishes if you, you want. But I, yeah, I, Definitely see your point. <laughs> right, right. No judgment. But like, yeah. But like, it was yeah. Like, yeah, well, that was like the. It was just like a weird expected. What was expected thing. of you? Like, this is who you yeah. better be when. Mm-hmm. Look super hot doing everyday stuff. No, no. Always. Human. All the time. Look hot. Never look, you know. Never look just normal. <laughs> Ever just wear your giant sweats and do the dance. 
I'll go find another like virgin. That. I'll go find someone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note we oh, should probably conclude for the night my headphones are almost uh. <laughs> okay sounds good awesome yes I'm in the clink alright sounds good I will edit this and Thank you so much for doing the editing. Yeah, no, you really did sense. amazing. I love that okay. you you added the wah, wah, wah at some point. Yeah. Thank you. And <laughs> <laughs> scene. And <laughs> scene. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please share with anyone who you think might find this content relatable. You can find us on Instagram at cheers to leaving. You can find me at Christina Carlson life coach, and you can find Rachel at baby feely B A B Y F E E L E Y.